0: Philip Siracusa, sponsored by Carnation, airing live on the United Public Radio Network on 105.3 FM in New Orleans. This show's entrance has been edited, produced, and directed by Gwen Clapper from Perfect Trust Productions, LLC. You can find us at perfecttrustproductions.com
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Monday Night segment of Lord's Like Funes Radio with myself, Julia Syracuse, and Susan who We are broadcasting live from the International Public Radio and the United Paranormal Radio Network on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. This evening's show is fully sponsored by Carnation. So we want to thank them for their sponsorship. We love them. You have to do a few things in order to participate. Go over to the YouTube channel ufo paranormal radio or international public radio you can also go to all of the facebook stations ufo paranormal radio network ufo Undercover with joe montalvo and on side, Twitch the flip side Twitch channel, like B, M, and if you have any questions for our guest tonight guys we have an amazing guest so please welcome to the show aaron g thompson from the new hit show on netflix paranormal reality horror show *28 haunted 20 haunted hit number five in u.s on the network in its first week aaron has been pursuing his passion for the paranormal since 1999 so tonight we get to hear how this all started from him and uh don't forget if you guys have not seen *28* Monsters yet, it's on Netflix and it's awesome. So, um, we're the series *The power Investigators* Ed, and Louise Warren. So, please welcome
0: to the show, Aaron. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. How's everyone oh, okay. doing?
1: Coming oh, on. Can you
0: hear? Yeah, us? you're welcome. Huh? Yes, yes, I can hear you. Can you uh, hear me, Julia?
1: Yes, great. Right. Cool.
0: Cool. Again, thank, thank you, you.
1: So Thank you so much for coming on tonight. I know that you're really crazy <laughs> to be over there.
0: No, um, no, you're, you're fine.
1: What? Tell us. Bring us to the beginning of your story. Like, how did you, you know, bring it into normal and you know, take it from, here, from the very, very beginning.
0: The the very very beginning. Oh gosh, you're 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 going back to 1999. Yeah. Um Cool. Uh, so. Around well, you know, technically it, it stemmed even before that 1999 is just when I started to do the research and, and gather the data. Um, so before that, uh, it was you know, what are ghosts in a sense, right? <laughs> if you break it down to the, the most uh, uh, simplex, I guess, question, and I say that loosely, but as a, as a eight year old. I had fear of death, which was kind of strange. And then as I got into my teens and so forth, I just asked, uh, you know, my peers, um, people I trusted and, and so forth. do those exist. That was kind of my gateway to, you know, afterlife and, and you know, kind of expelling the fear of death, at least hopefully. Peers, uh, ministers, coaches, you know, friends, teachers, uh, family, it's funny because about half of them said yes, they exist. The other half said no. All with the same answer, just because. So I just kind of took a deep breath and uh, said, you know, if you want to do something, I got to do it yourself, right? So that's when I started to actually gather some data and and really uh, uh, push forward. I did about two years of book research before I hit my first site. Um, uh, 2001 is when I did that and my team at the time I uh, recruited them I, they consisted of uh individuals that had to be 21 and older so I want to take this serious right so I new mean, adults are more serious uh at least in, in the version uh, that I was starting off at but mind you at that time I was 19 so I was still a teenager <laughs> just so you know graduated shortly before um and the rest of my team were, were over 21 um yeah, I just wanted to figure like, yeah. this thing out, like, right away, but here I am, uh, what, 20, you know, 24 years later. I'll be 24 years later this later this year. Uh, it's crazy. And, and yeah, I just kind of uh, challenged myself, and I started very unbiasedly. Like, um, I, I noticed a lot of the uh, large organizations, the scientific ones, as well as uh, the systematic uh, religious uh, organizations, that very, very biased towards... You know their thoughts and their ideas, um, the data, and no one, no one, to my uh, knowledge base and, and uh, research at the time, really married the two. They thought both kind of thought the other one was crazy. At least perception, right? Subjective. Uh, to me, at the time, that forced me to to really uh, take a a middle ground with this and see, you know, how can we complement both of these features. And I actually didn't believe uh, when I when I started, but I wanted again to be very unbiased uh, with my steps forward. And again, here I am, 24 years later, and it's it goes pretty deep.
1: Wow! Amazing. So, how, let's let's talk. All right, so let's talk about 28 Days Wanted, because we have a lot of questions. How did this <laughs> all go down for you? How, how did you get on the show? Like, how did it come to hurt?
0: Uh, well, 24, 24 years of research. No, I not <laughs> At the time, I was about 22. Um, so uh, I've always chased the passion, right? And I, I've never chased the money. I've never chased the fame. I've never wanted to be known, a known talent in this uh, scenario. My uh, mentors, if I would have any mentors, was Tesla, was Einstein, was. Uh, Joshua Warren, you know, they're scientists. These guys are very grounded and they're logical in kind of their theories and their ideas. Um, those are just, you know, a handful. So, again, I prefer to be in the lab and just knock it out. The reality is, doing what we do, it's, it's pseudoscience. And like NASA, you have to have a, a source to, to bring income and funds towards you um, so you can continue to do the research. Uh, right now, there's so many uh, folks. It's great for the awareness aspect, um, and it's it's fun. Uh, but if you if you don't continue to build uh, kind of an income source around it, and and, and um, I, I guess be allowed to do the research on escalated level, it's it's just going to burn. I see so many people get burned out because they they hear this narrative saying, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm just going to do this," you know, blah blah blah. Uh, you know, with my own scheme or whatever the case may be, more power to them. Um, but with that mind, with that mindset, uh, I was just chasing the passion. I was, I was going, going, going and, um, happened to have a contact in Chicago that reached out to me. Um, that was back in February of 2001 and, uh, they said they needed someone else. I said, I only really work with one other person, Nick. <laughs> so I uh, called Nick. We did the interview. Um, I, I think, you know, our, we're confident in what we do, right? But we are characters, too. We're, we're goofballs. Um, I'm actually a professional-trained public speaker and, and other aspects of presentation, which which helps out in this uh, as well. Um, but we're passionate. Again, we're passionate about what we do. So we did that. We're about seven or so months worth of uh, interviews and, and whatnot, and they uh, they like us uh, the right away. So yeah, we didn't know where we were going until about three days before. And Technically, we didn't get the job until about a week and a half before.
1: That's now that's I mean, no, The whole twenty-eight days, you, you away from your family, the entire twenty-eight days.
0: Yes, no internet, no uh, no cell phone, no active cell phone. I think I had like a burner phone that I used some apps on. Oh, um, well, I, I say I think I did <laughs> have a burner phone um, that I used some apps on. But yeah, no uh, connected internet, Wi-Fi, nothing like that. And it was really just us two in a, a, pair, you know, a conversation every now and then with the uh, producer. Um, small chat with the cameraman if we stepped outside, but inside it was just us. And uh, yeah, we were we were isolated for pretty much a month. And that was tough, that was tough. That's a different kind of psychological uh, scenario. Well,
1: I, I have to say that everybody did a great job. But right? you you were very, very, very authentic on the show. And you, re- you did
0: a great job. I appreciate you really, that. You really that did. That means a lot. It means a you lot. Really you know, I...
2: Stuff.
0: Oh, go oh, ahead, Julian, sorry.
2: That, um, no internet alone for 28 days. Let me
1: keep alone. And <laughs> you know, what's funny about this is that you know, it's Ed and Lorraine Warren were the most famous, anybody knows, right? but you know, they discovered that it does take around 28 days to really focus on an investigation, and uh, we believe in that. Because can how you do an investigation in one or two days? I mean, you know, they, they don't play right. by your rules, suppose, right? They're, they it does take a long time, so I totally understand that cycle, and
0: it makes sense. It does. Well, you know, and the funny thing with the 28 days haunted, yeah, Ed, Ed and Lorraine were very, uh, they're definitely known um, in the in the field uh, of paranormal. Um, the theory that uh, the Ed. Actually, rolled with the 28 days haunted. I've, I've, without really knowing that that uh, theory idea uh, from him, I was already on the very same narrative. Uh, Nick as well, um, you know, with us uh, working together side by side. We we called it rapport. We build a rapport of the location. It's not so intense where we stayed a location for that long. That was pretty intense. Um, but it's about going back to the same location and just build a rapport and keep on, on building that relationship with the location and that's had a lot of success. And this was just like that, but an extreme uh, scenario and funny story. Cause the edit was the, the edit and presentation is exactly what happened, but there's so much left on the chopping table because they, what, it was only like three hours, I think combined upon three locations. So there's a lot of cuts. And um, I got to say the first day that we were there um, in the house was probably one of the most active days, moments that we've had. Um, and unfortunately we just burped past it. It was the only day that it rained, it stormed. So not only was the, the water just coating this old house, we were jacking up the location with the, uh, uh, with the static generator, um, so we're just getting more intense uh, responses right off the bat. And that day we actually did solos in the house. And that was kind of my callback uh, later uh, on because we had such success with the solos and all of us had very visual uh, experiences uh, that were calling the camera, that were very much uh, data oriented. Um, it's unfortunate that that's uh, on the cutting, cutting room floor, but again, it you know, at the end of the day we want it repeatable anyway, so that's something we'll have to, try to figure out. But it, it there was a lot of uh there was a lot of interesting stuff, especially like I said, day one. Even at one point my bed started shaking, like mm-hmm. in the middle of sleeping, and I can't remember if that was day one or day two, but I was sleeping and all of a sudden my bed was like so <laughs> shaking and I'm like, uh, what's happening? <laughs> I was gonna ask you, what was like the most intense experience that you had? I mean, would you
1: say that was? The first, yeah, of
0: um, well, kind of, um, yeah, I had a, a reaction up in the attic where I was, you know, talking to seemingly you know the air, but being absumptive, uh, with the energy around me. And, um, I had a, a trip wire, so like a, just a, a long jump rope of ENF detectors, so we see what intensity and what angle, uh, direction the. A free-floating uh, energy could be coming from because the the funny thing with the electromagnetic field is it's radiation, so it from a source. So if we find it free-floating, that's the that's the exciting uh, moment. Whether it's spirit or not, you know, there's other things that we can uh, test with that. However, I was doing my thing and then the whole rope just I say blew up. It it lit up extreme, and I looked right at the camera and I said, uh, you know static energy is tight around me. I'm uncomfortable. It's hard for me to breathe. I'm just like, you know, describing what I'm feeling at the spot. All of a sudden, you know, I said, I want to leave, but I said, I'm not going to stay here. Um, And then all of a sudden it popped again. It it lit and it was gone, uh, completely gone. And that was interesting because that started a narrative that unfortunately, again, no, no one's really going to see. But I actually, not knowing the location, I had now a moment where I was depressed with something attached to me, and i i was caught off guard i I mean day one we're doing solos, I know through what land we are barely knew what state we were in uh definitely didn't know what city we are in, but um it, yeah uh that about two weeks, I was getting more and more depressed i was uh isolating myself, I wanted to go, I was getting more mad at the guys um and it was, it was weird until one uh, moment where I was looking in the mirror, and the mirror looked like a social media filter. Like, I was looking in there, and it looked like I had a long chin. It looked like I had a weird tongue, like a, a long nose. I looked like a witch. And I described this to the, to the guys, and I was almost drunk, grabbing my, my face. Um, so then they told me to sit down. Uh, and then uh, I was mad at them. I thought they were just trying to pull drama. I'm just telling them what I'm, what I'm seeing. Um, and then uh, I was getting more and more mad. I felt in my head. I was just getting so furious with him and, and I don't know why I'm getting so upset. Like It's just not my character. So I wanted to move on with the investigation and I told them because uh, they both agreed something was wrong with me and uh, Nick was running the camera this time and I told Sean to get the water and he, uh, he starts to get me a bottle of water and I go, no, get the water. At that point, he Clicks on that holy water. I'm asking for. I'm just asking you so you could throw it on me, and I can say nothing's there, and I move on with the day. Right? Um, not the case. <laughs> he threw it on me, and it felt like battery acid. Um, I said a lot of profanities, <laughs> and I, I cursed through the entire, almost like third body, like I'm out of my body, looking at myself, but not. That's kind of what it felt like, and. As I'm saying the St. Michael prayer, repeating it back from uh, Sean, it's like I'm cussing through the whole thing. And it's, it, it, you know, it's very out of character. Um, I remember Nick just has a camera and he's like, I don't think that's in the prayer. <laughs> I remember, remember chuckling a little bit at that, even in the moment. So I'm like, what? But but at this point, I'm feeling this like static net being lifted off of me. And once it popped over uh, my head, I jumped up my The contrast in my mood change was crazy Um, it was unreal like and that's why I was so bought in with um, and then bought. I was bought in with kind of what happens and what can happen with the oppression scenario but I just did not expect it to happen to me like that so that was an interesting thing and then it was like a superhero story of us taking on the rest of the place which would have been a really cool narrative
2: how does that happen, you
0: think, when you
2: said you were
0: oppressed? Oh, gosh. to take you over? It's, it's in the starting stages of uh, of an actual possession. So for per, per lore, right? So they, they get you isolated. They get you kind of in a weak state mentally. And I say they, ultimate energy, for the most part, whatever we want to call it, right? And, uh, and, and mind you, this location, uh, it was uh, 17... 17 Fifty-four, I believe, um, was the uh, date they said the building was was made. So um, that's all fine and dandy, but in the sixteen hundreds, that whole land was spilt blood. Um, all sorts of different types of scenarios happened. Connecticut is actually bigger in the uh, witch trials and how brutal it was in Salem ever was, but they don't really say that in the history books. And this is something I learned when I was down there. Um, so. So, yeah, it, it's basically, uh, per practitioner, such as uh, Sean, you know, the demonologist, people within that um, uh, world, uh the oppression is kind of that first stage, or at least the uh, transition stage to, to potential uh, scenarios that could uh, get a little worse. And I would say subjective, but that whole scenario is very real. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm not saying it was a religious uh, thing, Right, I think a lot of that's subjective, but the energy itself and the reaction of, of what it did um, is very real. It's
2: amazing, and you know, I've seen that happen to people. And I was, how does it work, and why do they do that? But I've seen it happen.
0: And, and I'm, really and I, and I don't, I, am I, I, a science guy, right? So I'm there's no system that I belong to, and this, and again, this is a fascinating thing for me. Um, so as a cynic or a skeptic Would probably look at this I'm probably the best person <laughs> to tell them Hey guys, something went down um, This is what it felt like And this is what happened And these are the behaviors And really we documented the whole Almost narrative right there um, Again, kind of hurts my heart that, that no one was able to see that Because that was just a fascinating That had to be a fascinating uh, build up Because you, you would have seen the whole thing From day one uh, to the moment and then after of course uh, when i end up taking over uh, a lead in a lot of cases i, I was uh, very uh able at that point when
2: did you finally break away from that negativity and that oppression when you left the
0: location uh no no about about uh about week two or so um after after uh, the holy water hit me <laughs> i felt a little bit of battery acid um uh, right then and there is is when I, I felt a lift, and I physically felt the lift. And I, at that point, now I know, right? Now, I, now I kind of know what happened, what what's going down. So I was able to kind of get my uh, get my guard up uh, with the rest of the time, frame, which is awesome.
2: Do you have to be at a location like that for those type of things to happen? Or, typically speaking, if you and your crew where you are right now, because let's face it, right? You're a science right. guy. You're on no. land. And the land is very, very old. So who's to say that we, you all, right now, something didn't happen a thousand
0: years ago? Exactly, exactly. Um, the, the, what I, well, I feel, and he, here, here's kind of a kicker with that narrative, because you're right, right. But it's all about intents, right? Who's putting the narrative? Who's putting the narrative still in that land? Um, is it local natives, like, like where I'm at right now? No one's probably saying this porch is haunted, so it's not going to be haunted we can help uh, our locations with enough, with enough. But it depends on what kind of intensity we want to put towards that. How many people believe this? How many uh, people believe in something huge? And this stuff can actually, this stuff can hurt people. This stuff can injure people. That's the scary thing. It's unseen. Um, But, but, and I've known this for years. It's just in different narratives. And now I'm almost on the narrative of recreating our monsters. It makes it even more scary. <laughs> um, so, so this porch, It'll be fine um, in, in the context in the context of nothing's known to happen, you know, crazy here, this, 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 and this. But if people, you know, 100 years from now, you know, 400 years have been saying some tragic so-and-so happened here, I'm sure something will turn. There'll be a, a twist, a vortex of some sort that will create whatever, uh, whatever needs to be created. And it could be impactful.
2: I definitely agree with everything you just said. Because uh, I look at this on both angles. I look at it as a skeptic, and I look at it as a person who lives it and believes it. It's yeah. An and if you had 100 people investigating right now, and you take out all the happy people, mm-hmm. something going to transpire because of the intent to draw up that energy.
0: And I'm glad you said that. Absolutely. Most of my uh, cases throughout the years, I've I've been a happy person, you know? Uh, probably i had more fear based i think the first five years of on site scary all right but uh, after that it was more fascinating and i i changed moods once i changed moods the investigations got a lot easier got a lot more interactive um it's fascinating but then if i pull someone in and i love i love sean i do i think sean's a great person and, and he's needed to be you know in this in this uh doing what he's doing in this world in this realm um, but whenever I happen to uh, work with a demonologist or someone that has that, it, it, there's there's stuff that goes down. Yeah. You call it what it is. Um, It's just, it's what happens. <laughs> well, that's true. I
2: uh, think people with a belief in intent can draw these things up. And then people, you know... You said something earlier that it can hurt you. and It it can. Yeah, it can. Um, I'm I'm glad Sean was there. But I've seen people, their eyes turn black. I've seen the nicest, sweetest people want to kick my butt. um, So strange. And I've seen rage in people that never showed rage before. So to me, it's as if the entity knows how to use us as a conduit because once it learns us, it knows
0: how to take us over each and every well, minute manip- manipulates the vessel right so the the energy itself is everywhere and and you know whatever we define that energy is if they can jump into a consciousness moment try to take over the vessel uh, or at least influence maybe influence is the best word influence the vessel crazy things could happen i actually do uh, some exorcisms um i have 100 percent conduction rate throughout the years it's something i don't really uh, illustrate but i've been asked by the warren foundation a couple times uh, at least uh, members of them, um, states away. And um, it, it's, it's simple with the process that, that I do. it but Typically, they don't let me play <laughs> because, you know, I, I don't do it a very Catholic way. I do it, you know, the best. Uh, I, I don't want to use the word logical. because I feel like sometimes that's, that's derogatory, and I don't mean it by that. But it's the grounded way, the best way I see it, right? So it's conviction and it's confidence, and that's all you need. That's what a priest says.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and yeah. But and people turn. And, and you're right. I see very good people. 100% of the that uh, I've done, I've been threatened, threatened death. <laughs> I, it, just, it's a thing.
2: You know, I believe that paranormal investigation, four, four or six hours, doesn't do any justice. Because unless you know how a family wakes up in the morning. Exactly. How goes How they go to bed you really don't know yeah. what they're dealing with. And like the movie, The Conjuring, mm-hmm. um, it stayed there, right? It, was enjoyed, it slipped over. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. That's
1: why I like uh, that. Tw- the, 20 the twenty-eight days days is, is
0: awesome. Like because
1: that. it's
0: true. Thank you, guys. It's
1: true. You need that time to really understand what is going on there.
0: And, you know, I don't like uh, the word debunk. I never I never liked that, that word so much, just because you, you're right, Phil. Um you're just in this area for a small amount of time, and now you're telling the family that they're wrong with, yeah. with what they felt. And, and there's so many more layers and elements uh, with with that. And if you talk scientifically, right, um, to disprove something is actually inaccurate in, in scientific uh, terms. You can only prove the existence of something. And how can we prove the existence that something didn't happen um, without a long period or a really uh, – a perpetual period. I, I wouldn't even know what time frame to put on that, right? So it's very personal. A lot of this stuff is very personal. Um consciousness based I feel. Uh maybe slight interpretation, but but it's real and, and it can do what it needs what it needs to do. It can do what it can do, I should say. Yeah.
2: So if you in that same scenario if you took people like came Up and didn't know what was going on over there. And they stayed there twenty eight days. It's not the family, right? Mm-hmm. Would nothing happen,
0: or or nothing would happen because there's no belief and intent to make it happen? Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's actually a really, uh, that's a very powerful question. That's phenomenal, because I, I wrap my head around that, because of course there's multiple narratives with that. Um. I hear stories, and I hear a lot of people say that they didn't believe until something, until they moved in a house, and this thing happened, um, or they did an event with us, and this thing happened. Um, but... So If a house Is like naturally Vibrating or it has a moment The potential is there But it, it, it's going to be Consciousness interpretation So if you're Let's say if you're, you're uh, A specific religion However your upbringing Your culture is going to interpret this, this Event um, It's going to happen If you're uh, i would say uh, non-believer, not necessarily uh, atheist. Atheist, funny, funny thing with atheists. Atheists used to mean belief in one god in a polytheistic world, um, and they were shunned. The atheist kind of changed meaning nowadays. But I'll say a non-believer. Um, uh, I don't think would have an experience unless, unless a tick of his, of his consciousness is open for, and maybe they don't even know that they're open for it. And it's one of those scenarios. And if something does happen, they'll probably wet themselves and, or something else because skeptics and and, and cynics tend to be the most terrified individuals I've ever heard of or seen. Um, when it finally happens, I don't think they'll have enough of the same reaction that our group had though at, at the location. Um, to kind of answer the question that way.
1: Yeah. I mean I think do you think by like being sensitive, um, you're more prone to some spiritual attacks than maybe it's, it's that rapport. Of-
2: yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, it's I, I look at the Amityville horror, right? I mean, that's the basis of a lot of the foundation of paranormal for a lot of different areas because the first family, obviously, it was a tragedy. The second family yeah made a claim that they were dealing with something. And that was a big question mark, right? Whether they were telling the truth or not. But then other families went into the house and said there's nothing here. right? And then another family went to the house and there are things there. So it's very interesting how the other realm works with the yeah. existence of us when we're in its domain. Right. Uh, and then some people could say, no, 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 it's nothing, it's just you, and... Yeah. And then other people can deal yep. with things like um parlor tricks from the look, I've seen things that cannot be explained and and um you know so I know it's written. and I try of to course. understand it, it Right. because right. you know, a person like myself, I don't think anybody's work for it. Right? I don't like I had a seat myself, like I had to see toys moving without batteries.
0: I did too. I did too. Yeah, and when you see that you can't bring an explanation to that, there is no explanation you know, I almost put myself in a home actually, it was 2003 something happened I was shocked, had exploded pretty much because that happens froze, and uh, the next day I I had the phone number literally in my Nokia cell phone <laughs> the, cute one. Uh, the only one probably a good one, but um yeah, uh, I had it. I had it, and I was ready to push uh, talk uh, to to make that call. But before I did that, I did my diligence and actually researched the area, the historical data, and the folklore data. And to my surprise, perfect storm. Perfect storm. Yeah.
2: yeah. And it can make you do things and hallucinate, and people manipulate. Manipulate like, people don't realize what's happening. Um, and mimic, yeah. it could make you like feel like you're know, crazy. You know, yeah, and I talked about this also. You know, Julie and I do the radio show for learning and teaching purposes. Like you know, we're talking to somebody like yourself, who you do great work, and uh, we like to teach people that this is real. And you know, but there's more to it. You see, so we know that there's another side. We know that entities and spirits and those exist. But what about the people who go, who have uh, these these voices in their head and they go crazy and they start doing these um, things that, you know, that puts them behind bars only to maybe find out if there was enough research from that it was triggered off by something that made them do it?
0: Well, think about, you know, my, my research has led to, to very heavy consciousness, uh, uh, I guess, or influence or consciousness, uh, complement. So, with that in mind, it's to me, it makes sense that energy can manipulate and throw some voices in there. We even got, which is fascinating, and I got it documented. Um, and I actually rolled around with the talk uh, for a while. Um, with that, uh, even with presenting it, but we asked, you know, the spirit box, um, you know, tell us something we don't know. And it said, you get sucked up, and that's where babies come from. Think about it. The energy's all around us. Conception happens. Boom, the biology kicks in. And now that uh, uh, biology has, the vessel has gasoline. So that gasoline is the consciousness of, of who's driving it. Um, the brain is pretty much the levers that you pull, but the consciousness, you know, is very, very neutral. So who to say that doesn't suck up best? two two drivers in the car? Um, or, or, again, uh, the influence around that's so strong with, with the energy being everywhere. Um, and I, I keep using energy um, just as uh, just as the, the popular word, but it's something else. You know, there's, there's something else with the mechanic. Um, the So I collaborate with, or I have collaborated and spoke with the uh, leading sciences of free electricity, and they have a very heavy uh idea that it's downward flowing ether. This is actually fascinating because it really works in conjunction to what we do as investigators. Uh, even Einstein was... He admitted that he, his work it was a high percentage. I don't know the exact number, like maybe 85 percent of his theories were actually uh, wrong. About 10 years before his death, um, there was another physicist or a theorist that came out that had better theories, in a sense, and at the end of the day, they're all theories, but the big one that we always rolled, I rolled, rolled with for so long, and, and uh, the rest of the field, I think, still rolled with this one, the theory of relativity, where energy cannot be created to destroy, only uh, transfer, but but that can be confusing, in the big scheme of things, it still leaves us in a moment, well, to kind of change the script a little bit, energy itself is perpetually made and at the same exact time, it's what's in the middle, of, so that's kind of... Uh, you know, keeping, keeping things, uh, I guess, moving or, or, you know, maybe answers perpetual motion, inertia, uh, gravity, in a sense, or at least could, it's a strong combatant, is that downward-flowing ether or the mass consciousness is what I call it. Um, and uh, the the scientists kind of paraphrase that back uh, my way. So, it's interesting because if you think about the, like that mass conscious scenario that's all like around us, um, that's all living. And that, that kind of controls the flow of, of what we're doing. And, and if it's in tune with our consciousness, prayer works, well wishes, good vibes, you know, whatever name you want to put, whatever focus you want to do, it's just how practiced are you? You know, you're not wrong. You're just you're, you're enjoying the values that you're experiencing in the vessel. Uh, it's pretty fascinating. What do you think
2: is the most validating piece of evidence that you guys use to capture evidence?
0: <laughs> um I really I okay, so the talkie boxes I get people are up in arms, uh, and that's that's always why it's hard for me to present. Um like sayings, you know, like, uh, you up and that's where babies come from. It was very clear. And, and we can go around behaviors, um, that I feel are valuable within that, that conversation piece. Um, there, there's an experiment I can do. I, I haven't done it myself, but I have all the, the tools to do it. I've seen the results. I spoke to the scientists. Um, that's the experiment that's going to do well. Anything that we've got, there's about a five minute experiment that hit uh, an intelligent, uh, multiple EDP, um, and intelligent, uh, EMF reads, uh, and spirit box, um, and, and anomaly actually all in five minutes in, in context to what I was asking to do, which it was super phenomenal. I got documented on, uh, my YouTube, um, So that's cool. I think that has a lot of uh, significance. However, it's not going to sell the world. The piece that I'm working on, the experiment that I'm working on, actually uh, can manifest an entity. um, And it can duplicate it. That's mind-blowing. I'm not sure if the world's ready for that. I've seen it. i actually got pictures of it. Uh, I've got the build-up of how to do it. It's all about uh, getting to my Patreon, letting the Patreon folks uh, help me fund that and, and push forward. That's just one of many experiments that haven't been seen that, that uh, people said we're not going to know until we die. And I think that's one of the biggest lies. I think that's lazy. Um, I think we can try as hard as we can. Um, not to say I'm going to figure it out. Not at all. But I'm going to act like I can. <laughs> and I'm going to push uh, the boundaries and upset a lot of people. I understand this. Um, but, hell, uh, you know, I, I there's a potential... To make an entity and duplicate it it's intelligent yes that's going to be fascinating
2: very well said have you ever had an intelligent um conversation with the spirit they tell you for example where they are what they see Mm -hmm. what they what they observe did you ever get any of that
0: yes um blue blue uh, tends to come out a lot well, but the question mind you the question was what happens when we pass away or, you know, transition um beautiful blue light blue 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 I've did it multiple times in group solo uh, team environments and you know I don't say what I hear like the other people that say it and it all turns oh. out to be blue which is fascinating because if you look at blue um, oh, yeah. in the spectrum of, of colors it's it's very long wavelengths we're talking terrestrial not actually not not extraterrestrial outside of you know uh, earth but terrestrial there'll be uh very small particles large wave, very small particles and that's why the sky is is seen as blue because of earth uh emits these particles that, that provide this almost i don't want to say illusion but, but yeah um so technically scientifically if you were to buy uh terrestrial here on earth you would see blue upon that transition that makes sense um and I know I've asked a question, you know, in regards of surroundings, they have intelligent. So I'll be honest with you that a lot of the questions are in the of why this and that. Um, I guess I haven't focused too much on what you see around you right now. Uh, but I have had intelligent conversations with uh, unique, specific voices that were consistent um, in, in a device that cynics would, I mean, they would be for, um, uh, on on the same voice being intelligent, multiple syllables interact.
2: You know, I have a hard question for you, Uh-oh. Hmm. And, and this this is a question I ask myself too because I'm a believer in, in what we do in paranormal. Right. The question is: now we know, and you you know that when you cross over, there's another like right? energy goes on, and we are communicating sometimes with that energy. Well. <laughs> How come the energy that we're communicating with doesn't help us find missing children or people who were killed in the line of communication through a voice box or spirit box or audio recorder, letting us know, because they are on that side, hey, you right. can find this person at this location. How come we have not gotten that audio?
0: Because Because the energy overall doesn't care. Right. So what, what you described is a value to us. Um, absolutely. Like if like I embrace my heart to even think about a family member, my little girl, she passed away. I, I want to know, you know, I, I want to use all my resources, including the supernatural ones to get it. But the, the big, uh, the big kicker is the energy, the, the mechanic of them is they don't and not that they don't care. Um, it doesn't bother them. They don't see it as a means to end. Example, um, so when we pass away, right, we don't take our lungs with us. Does makes make sense? We don't take our brain with us. We don't take our physical heart, our limbs, our hands. So why on earth would humans believe that we take our lobes with us, that 100% control hate and love? That was something that we put in our system so we can uh, have value towards this, this world, whatever, whatever system that we choose to do, and our uh, culture, our communities, Um, in a sense that's a meaning of life if we're in our biological specimen our vessel and we get to experience emotion that's a win that's that's, I feel really why we're here and then we just get uh, recycled back into whatever the next uh, scenario is and I do think the mechanic is for reincarnation to be consistent Um, that again just makes sense with my buildup. up Um, but but again to go back to what you you are saying is If we're asking the bigger, larger consciousness, uh, consciousness is uh very neutral. Um, people you know they pass away and they say, Oh, I'm at cool. uh, peace, I'm peace. Peace is void of emotion, it's, it's we feel cool, you know, we're, 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 we're fine. Um, and it kind of breaks, you know, honestly, when I came to this just a few years ago, uh, when I when I started coming to this development, I'll be honest with you, I was in tears. I like I was on the phone for 17 hours on a long trip. With a shaman and a scientist, a buddy of mine, because uh, I, I just didn't like it. And for the first year, I was kind of regurgitating this to some people, small groups. Um, no one really liked liked what I said. And I go, "Hey, I agree with you. I hate it too, but but it makes sense. And you know, and it, it I got to think beyond my own emotional scenario because if I think logically, once we're out of this vessel, we don't have that hate and love, that fear." You know, all those things. What I, what I feel, honestly, of what a ghost of spirit is, I feel like you got it wrong in context. I feel a ghost of spirit tends to be a biological reaction of the consciousness separating from the vessel upon exploration, even like an echo or a smart photo with AI capabilities. So Gram-Gram's perfectly fine, but her memory may remain. Uh, that just makes sense to me. So, yeah. again, we create our own monsters. We create our own... Photos in time. And it's very smart, and, and your loved ones can give you the best love letter ever by, by seeing them again. Um, but at the end of the day, I guess I like it that we're at peace, at real peace, like no one's trapped. It's that scenario, which again controversial, but yeah,
2: yeah, right. Yeah, I, I kind of like that response. Mm-hmm. That was a good answer. Yeah. Um, Thank you. It makes sense because I do hear that. Um, Especially people who have near-death experiences see that it's a different form of consciousness. You, you know, we're right. not thinking on the mind's terms here. It's so, it's different. Yeah, it's right. A,
0: right. It's, it's not that they don't care, but it's it's seen different. It, it, it turns and I, and again, I hate using the word logic. I really want to find a better word for logic. You, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I think that, that's my scientific brain for years of me saying that still programmed in. Um. It's natural, natural. Maybe that's yeah. that's yeah. the way to think. I like yeah. that. I'm gonna start using that.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Hey, um, I like to see a continuation of 28 days because I think it's I, it's, I think it's great, and I think it's a Thank learning you. tool for those that are knowledgeable in the field and those that are seeking interest in how this actually works. Because I believe when we the, the procedures that you guys are doing. Um and, you know and, and, and just for thought, you know, maybe you guys change locations or of course. whatever the case may be yeah. or change change orders. groups even, right? Maybe change <laughs> groups as yeah. people comes through. But I think it's fascinating and I want to see more of it. I just
1: want to say hi to that. Hi Becky.
2: Hi Becky. Hey hi. Becky. Hey um, as we're getting uh, we're gonna round up the show here. Um, you've been a fabulous guest with a lot of knowledge. Tell people where they can find you and you know, what you might have going
0: on. You rock. Thank you so much. And, and again, thank you guys both for having me on the show. This has been awesome.
2: Oh, this is You're awesome. Welcome.
0: Um, so so you guys, uh, everyone who's listening and is interested, you can go to AaronGThompson.com. Um Make it as easy as that. All my social links are right there. And if you uh, want to support... Um, kind of the science, and, and that's really what I want to push um, with, with the exposure, of course, in the show or wherever other shows in the future may, may come. Um, it's uh, patreon.com slash G but again, you can get that off of arangthompson.com. And also, I sell really awesome glow rings, guys.
1: Oh, they yeah. Actually, them. yeah oh, they're
0: they're awesome. super fun. They're super cool, and, and I'm happy that I'm able to actually make them at an incredibly cut price. Uh, for people. So
1: That's yeah. really cool. I love them. I like those. That's cool, especially nice. for
0: ghost hunters. <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> well, keep doing what you're doing. You guys really great. Really doing great. are doing great job, and we hope to see you. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. We're thank all okay. so thank <laughs> you again, and have a great night. And guys, um. Uh, thank, you. thank you for 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 with the Thank
0: you so much, Aaron. Have a great night. Thank you. Thank you. you too. Good night, guys. Thank,
1: thank
0: you. you. Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: Bye. Bye.